In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 134th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this one, What Do We Know After Eight Practices of Training Camp? The Falcons reported early they're going to be playing in the Hall of Fame game on Thursday night at 8 p.m. in Canton, Ohio at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Falcons are going up early uh, on Wednesday, and they're going to be touring the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a special tour. Uh, the Falcons, uh, you know, Tony Gonzalez will be going in the hall. He'll be enshrined on Saturday. Matt Ryan's going to stay back and uh you know, hang out with him. They were good buddies here in Atlanta. A uh, big part of uh, Tony's career was getting to the playoffs and getting a win here with the Falcons. Uh, Matt and Tony used to go out after games to, uh, you know, the restaurants in Buckhead and, and so forth. So they're really good friends. And I know Matt was really excited about going to see uh, Tony in the Hall of Fame this week. Uh, fortunately, he won't be playing in the game. We won't see him playing in the game. And we're going to get into that uh, as we hear from Chris Lindstrom, the first-round pick, defensive line coach Jess Simpson, and uh, re- receiver Russell Gage, who's in his second year and trying to make an impact on the team. Then we're going to look at what do we know. What do we know here after eight practices? Uh, we got a few things there, but let's go ahead and get to uh, some of the interviews here we have for you this week. Checked in with Chris Lindstrom. Uh, rookie's off to a good start, getting a lot of help from Alex Mack and Grady Jarrett. Here's Chris Lindstrom, the Falcons' first-round pick. Number 14 overall out of Boston College. Every day and going to get better. Uh, and uh, Coach said that, uh, you know, uh, he was getting the rookies in, rookies in uh, early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all was able to get you all uh, started and so yep. forth. Uh, so y'all knew where to line up at, how practice was going right. to be. What was that the pre kind of rookie mini camp like? Uh, it was a great jump start on the, and on the camp, and it was good for me and, and the rest of the guys. So together we got better uh, so we could come out here and practice and be the best that we can be. And so just trying to take full advantage of those extra days, and I'm really grateful that we had them because – uh, we took advantage of him, and I think it definitely got us better. Uh, um, uh, Alex Mack has uh, been he been helping a little bit. He's got 11 years in the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he is such a great resource to use, and he's such a great guy, and he has so, such a vast uh, knowledge, and he shares that with us every day. And, you know, I'm always trying to get better from him, watching him, and then interacting with him every day, trying to learn something. And you learn stuff from a guy like that who's one of the best to ever play that position and play offensive line. And so when you're playing, next to someone that good it drives you to be the best that you can be so you can you can support that guy mm-hmm. well hey chris i certainly appreciate it all right there he is first round pick chris lindstrom 
Let's hear from Jess Simpson, the defensive line coach. We discussed uh, Rashid Hegeman with him for a story that's uh, on AJC.com as Rashid is trying to make it back to the NFL after being out of the league for two years. Um, just um, trying to check in on uh, Rashid Hegeman. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, a big tough comeback, you know, been, yeah. haven't been out the league for a sure. while. Yeah. Uh, how's he doing? And uh, he, uh, what do you want to see from him? Uh, you know what? I want to see steady improvement, and that's what he's doing. Uh, uh-huh. You know, he's getting the rest off, and every day I think he's starting to, you know, make a little step here and make a little step there. He's a big, powerful man. He's a great kid. fun to be around. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, uh, will we get some action here Thursday? And, uh, uh, you know, with the first exhibition game and so forth. Yeah, I can't wait to see these guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like Thursday night, kind of, you know, they've been in a routine with training camp, and then you get up there and you get to play a real game. And uh-huh. So we'll see uh, no, We'll see these young guys really get after it. Okay, how's your new guy, Alan Bailey, looking like? He's done good, man. Uh-huh. He's, he's learning good, fast, good. and he came in in shape. So he's, uh, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's a Georgia boy. Right. So it's, uh, it's been fun getting to work with him. He's an AJC Super 11. That's right. Hey, he used so, to have a bunch of those. Back Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. He's a good one now. Okay. Well, hey, Coach, I just need to check in with you on defensive line real right, quick. Good Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right, Coach Jess. Coach Jess Simpson, Atlanta Falcons defensive line. All right, there he is. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, noncommittal, but, you know, said he wants to see steady improvement. Uh, they've seen flashes. They know that's uh, Hegman's trademark. They want to see if he can do it consistently. Uh, just given the linemen that they've signed, uh, Allen Bradley, and they really like Tyler Davidson, it's looked like it's going to be a real uphill battle for Hegman. But, hey, they got a chance to get him in tape, maybe uh, get him in camp, get, get some uh, – uh, play on tape, and uh, if he doesn't make it here, maybe they do help him get back in the league somewhere else. Wide receiver Russell Gage, uh, he's a fast guy, contributed on special teams, played a little bit uh, last season, had six catches for 63 yards, but a wonderful athlete. Uh, you just want to see if he can develop as a receiver in the league to go along with his special team chores. Here's Russell Gage. How'd it go today? Uh, it was good, man. Got some conditioning in for sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But everything was good, you know. It's good to come out here and get some work. Um, and for me, to learn from these older receivers, you know, still in the process. Uh, second year, coming back, you a little bit more comfortable. You know what they're looking for. Uh, how's it been going for your training camp so far? It's been going great, you know. Second year with playbook really under my belt. I can play a lot faster, you know. And I think that's been really showing, um, you know, throughout spring and now um, that, you know, they can my game speed has picked up a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year you were able to contribute on special teams, got in, made some catches there too, um, at, you know, kind of at the you know, latter part of the season. Uh, what are your goals and objectives for the second year? Um, so this year uh, I plan and we plan to really dominate on special teams. You know, I'm trying to be the best special teams court group in the uh, NFL, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, offense, I want my role to increase, you know. So that's, you know, something I take upon myself, you know, to do whatever I can to contribute to our offense. But special teams, I really plan to dominate um, and be that guy to really stand out and help us make plays and win games. Did you uh, learn a lot from Justin last year? Definitely, man. That's my guy. You know, I was sad to see him go. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I was very thankful. You know, I hit him up right after I found out he was gone. I told him thank you for everything, man, because uh, he, he really put me under his belt and taught me so much. And uh, from scrimmage, what are your goals? I mean, you know y'all...
That was Russell Gage here. We were uh, into that pretty good. We're going to try to get right back to where we mistakenly hit the pause button. But here's more Russell. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm screaming where are your goals. I mean, you know, y'all, y'all got some really good receivers. Uh, but, you know, if they need you, you think you can get in there and make some plays in the, in the pass game also? Most definitely, man. Uh, you know, I have a lot with me. I have a lot of talent. And that's understood, you know. So if it push comes to shove, it comes down, you know, they put me in crunch time, I'm ready. That's why I'm out here preparing. And I'll be ready for sure. Yeah, Coach uh, Raheem said, you know, you can do, you know, without with Julio being out, you're getting a lot more run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you trying to uh, make the most of that extra run game? Definitely, definitely. You know, I have to make the most of any opportunity. You know, that's a that's a chance to get better, you know. And me getting better is just going to help our team in the long run. Just my time is going to come where I have to step up and help us win a game or something. So, definitely. Be ready for that opportunity. Definitely. Okay. All right, Russell. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You. Take care. Yes, sir. All right, that was all of Russell Gage there, the fine receiver in his second year. I think, uh, you know, keeps improving. Maybe he can move past uh, Justin Hardy. Uh, but they really like Justin Hardy here in Atlanta. Uh, he's contributed on special teams, uh, dependable in short yardage situations. So that's going to be a tough one. But he was the sixth receiver last year. The Justin I asked about was Justin Bethel, who, uh, you know, the uh, great special teams player who's moved on. Now, what do we know here after eight practices? You know, they opened up with two, not in pads, then went half pads in the first two practices. Came out with uh, three padded practices. And then today, or excuse me, Tuesday, the last practice before heading to Canton was a, a no padded practice. Pretty much a walkthrough like a Friday during the regular season. So that's what they did today uh, before it's Tuesday when uh, we're getting the, the podcast ready for you. And that's what they did before they went up to Canton. Now, the big thing here in the first uh, eight practices is that, you know, they did the red and white scrimmage. The first team offense looked shaky. Uh, no cause for alarm. The the line uh had a tough time blocking the defense, uh, but no cause for alarm. It's early in training camp. Uh, you know, the offense is thinking. They've, uh, they're trying to put in some new stuff. You know, then they got, they go to the line of scrimmage. Now they got, not only the, they have a new play in, now they got the new code in. And so that's a work in progress. And that's exactly what Matt Ryan said. Uh, the revamp line is a work in progress, trying to see who fits where. Uh, you know, it's pretty clear that they want to um, start the rookies. They want to start uh, Lindstrom at right guard. And Caleb McGarry has to come along here. He, uh, you know, uh, heard his radio interview where he said he had a tough time over the offseason picking things up, went home, worked on some stuff, and then came in and was doing pretty good. Uh, left practice uh, late. On Tuesday with the illness, so we'll keep an eye on him to see if he's even going to get any action up in uh, Columbus, or excuse me, up in Canton, Ohio, when they play in the Hall of Fame game. So uh, the defense is ahead. They're they're doing a lot of different stuff. Looks like they're going to play some three. They're going to play some three four principles. Uh, Alan Bradley he talked about a line with Alan Bradley, Grady Jarrett, and Jack Crawford. That's a three, and uh, Vic and Matt, uh, McKinley standing up and with uh, 
Devondre and Dion, that's a 3-4. So whether they're trying to say it's a 4-3 and trying to get offenses to guess, uh, you know, whatever. We're going to see how it plays out. But Coach Quinn is explaining that, hey, you know, we got to play. He says he's got to play a lot of mobile quarterbacks this year. And so they want to be able to attack those uh, read option uh, RPO teams and then the running quarterback teams, you know, with uh, Deshaun Watson down in Houston, you know, um, how are you going to treat him? You're going to treat him like a running back. You aren't going to just leave him unguarded. Same thing with Kyler Murray in Arizona. Uh, So, you know, that's why we're seeing this variety of packages that they're working on. And, uh, you know, when they play a traditional team, they'll be in their 4-3. They may flash some of these packages that they want to use against these other quarterbacks. So, But they're putting them in now. They were putting them in over the offseason. And, uh, you know, We'll we'll see those as the season progresses. We've written about it. They've got eight eight games against quarterbacks who run the RPOs or who who are running quarterbacks. So those are some of the things we do know after eight um, practices. The uh, line is a work in progress. We'll give Coach uh, Morgan a couple weeks here to iron it out. You know, if uh, McGarry can't beat out Tyson Brillo, then that's your right tackle. Lindstrom looks set at right guard. Mack, of course, at center. And then uh, he's, they're rotating Jamin Brown and James Carpenter at left guard. Uh, and then, you know, Mack is uh, uh, Matthews. Clay, Ma- uh, <laughs> excuse me, Jake Matthews is at right tackle. So, you know, they want to see some depth. And some other stuff here in this game, this extra game. Uh, the 23 rookies and the um, practice squad guys from last year will be getting a bulk of the opportunity against the Broncos. Uh, and so, you know, we'll have that live from Canton. We'll um, let you know how that game plays out. And it'll be uh, five things we learn after that game. <clears throat> so with that here, we're going to close the 134th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Today, we had Chris Lindstrom by Jess Simpson, Russell Gage, and we considered the notion of, hey, what do we know after eight practices by the Atlanta Falcons? Take care and have a great rest of the week. Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal Constitution presents Hip Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip hop. 50 years. No one can deny one film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.